We have been called criminals, but we are not. We are rebels, fighting for the people, fighting for you. Welcome to Children of the Force Reaction Core, where we react to and analyze Star Wars past and present. This episode, we are back to the world of Rebels. It seems like we just left this place, but here we are on the cusp of the Season 2 premiere TV movie, Siege of Lothal. By the time this is online, the Siege of Lothal will already have been on on TV, because it's actually going to be on tonight as we record this. We're recording this Saturday morning. But we're going to record this first part just to get our thoughts down before the big Season 2 premiere. And what we're going to talk about now is Season 1 as a whole. Okay? If you want to talk about specific parts of the season that you really liked, uh, that's fine. But uh, I think we're going to try to take a big picture view of the, of the season and, uh, and what it meant to us. But before we begin discussing any of that... Uh, I just want you, the listener, to assume that this show is going to spoil the whole first season of Star Wars Rebels. Uh, we've also seen the main trailer for Season 2, so if you consider the information in that trailer a spoiler, if you have not watched it, uh, then wait to listen to this episode until you've at least seen all of that stuff. Uh, and I'm probably going to talk about some comics and books that have come out, so if you don't want to be spoiled on books and comics, yeah, you know, maybe wait until a little bit later to listen to this also, but ah, I, I think they're books and comics. It's not like it's the movie, right? You can be spoiled a little bit for those. So hopefully you'll still give it a listen. Because some aren't canon. Well, the books and comics I'm talking about are. Yeah. Okay, let's do the pre-show analysis. Let's talk about what we've seen so far in season one and what that might mean for what we're going to see in the future. Oh, gosh. I know. So, Rebels, season one. Basically, Rebels. All of it. All at, of it. Came out. Yes. Yeah. Well, not at Celebration, the episode that came out. Just like mm. in BL Plate and like the on TV. world. On right. TV. Not like it's only in Celebration. Right, because they did play this, what we're going to see tonight. They played at Celebration. So I had people... no idea. Oh yeah, there people have already seen this, and I have to say, yeah, I know they have done a great job of not spoiling it. Like I follow a lot of the people who saw it on Twitter, and they have not said anything about it because they want us to have that that experience of seeing it without it being spoiled. So I really appreciate that. Awesome. that. Well, thank yes. you, whoever's talking to him and whoever his friends are, or whatever. Yep, thank you to everybody on social media for not spoiling this this episode or the season two premiere for us. Um, so I just want to say some things that I think are great about season one of Rebels. Uh, I think that it's just amazing what the show has done. I think that they've made the Force rare again, like it's magical again. If you look at like the Clone Wars TV show, right? Everyone's using the Force all the time. It's like this normal kind of thing that's not really that big of a deal. But in Rebels, it's this thing that like. Like, when Ezra learns he can use the Force, it's like a magical, amazing discovery, you know? And that's kind of how, uh, when so I was a kid... he doesn't use it too much, because he knows right. 
that he shouldn't use you too much because he's only a Padawan. He doesn't know how to and use you. And that's self-defense. He, he doesn't mm. know, yeah, in self-defense too. And, um, like, he doesn't know how to use, he doesn't know how to do everything with the Force, so he doesn't use it too much. Mm. And also, he, but he, he can use it a lot in self-defense, but he barely ever used it. He barely, he literally uses his skills. He barely ever uses his lightsaber. Hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I think maybe... Like, in punch s- you in the face and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think in and se- drop you on stormtroopers' heads. Okay. I think in Season 2, we're probably going to see Ezra use the Force a lot more. Me too. Right? Because he's still really just learning. So, But I just love that, that, that uh, feeling of discovery that we get in the original movies, like Episode 4, There's 5, and 6. There's always something new for kids and adults. In Always Re- something new. Yeah? In the TV show? Yeah. In Rebels? Yeah, that's a good point, Liam. And in basically just the whole Star Wars universe. There's always something new in Star Wars. That's so true. Yep. Every day there's something new that they reveal. <laughs> it does seem like that, doesn't it? Uh-huh. It's a It's a great time to well, be a Star Wars like, fan. like, little, like, two things, like, two things, like... Every day, mostly, like little two kind of weird spoil, just little spoilers, not no. really big spoilers. Mm, little bits of information yeah. about Rebels or about The Force Awakens or about yeah, Rogue One or about also, a video game or about, yeah. And about, like, like about the characters sometimes. About the characters in sometimes. Seven, in uh, Seven and in Rebels. Mm-hmm. I think they kind of give a little bit of clues about the next season and how the next season is going to turn out. We just have to put all those clues together. Yeah. Well, and then gonna... we'll know basically the whole the whole movie two episodes put together. We're going to get to talking about season two in just a little bit, but right now let's try to focus on season one. Okay. Um, but I, to- I agree with everything you guys have said. Uh so I think not only did they make the Force magical again, or make the Force rare in this TV show, they've made the Emperor rare again, right? We haven't even seen the Emperor yet. We went the whole first season. We didn't even see Vader until the last episode. He's going to be in... You think so? The second. In the second, in the second season. That. It's said. Well, we heard his voice. We don't know whether or not we're going to see him, but yeah, you're right. He will the be em- in it But the somehow. Emperor's hologram is like a tiny little hologram for like a second. You don't even see his you- whole... Oh really? I didn't see his hologram in the in the trailer. Yeah, there's like oh. You think there's a hologram of the emperor? In the, oh, I I missed that, Liam. I'm not sure if that was in there, but I think we probably. But I don't think it's in season two. I think mm. it's they just made that little scene for like rebels because they might have put it in rebels. Oh, I don't know. But um, mm. but we're gonna see the emperor's hologram at least. In um, season two, I think, or we might even see his real body. Maybe because he's not dead yet. It doesn't oh. come after six. Right, it this is before episode four. Before episode four, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So he's he's in the episode emperor, four. Yeah. The emperor is it's in episode four. The emperor is not. He's mentioned. Right? Yes, they talk about. They him, say his name. Yes, the oh, they say the emperor. Yeah, like once or twice. That's right. Yeah, Barely just once. Ever. Just once, I think. Yeah. When they're all on the Death Star having that meeting. Yep. They say he dissolved the Senate. He finally got rid of the Imperial Senate. 
and then I think Vader appearing in Fire Across the Galaxy, the season finale of, of uh, season one, was a huge deal. And even Tarkin was a huge deal. And he's, he's only like in 10 minutes of one movie, but seeing Tarkin again in Rebels, like it made him this huge villain that I think most people, uh, most people who haven't like read Tarkin, the book, or, you know, most people who, who didn't read all of the old legend stuff, they might, spoil some books they might, right now, maybe, I think. well, I'm just saying they might not even realize that Tarkin was like a, a, a big character in the, in the He's Empire. He's like tied to Darth Vader. Yeah. They're like on the same rate. Yep. Him, him, yeah, he him actually, Vader. Yeah. He actually said, Vader, let him go. Right. In, so, in and then hope. Vader did it. In A New Hope, that's right. It doesn't make sense. Well. Vader could kill Tarkin if he wanted to. I don't know why you would do that. Well. I don't know why Tarkin the emperor, that. The Emperor really likes Tarkin. I know. So. Not Vader that much, because. Well, I think, I think Vader respects him. Because he knows that Vader might unfit. I think, and he knows that Tarkin won't fail, because he didn't do anything. Oh, I see. Because he didn't. <clears throat> yeah. So, so Rebels season one showed us what an imperial occupied planet looks like. Like when the Empire takes over a planet, right? Mm-hmm. We never. So we we see things like like Holonet news, which we know now must have been broadcasting on occupied planets during the original trilogy, during episode four, five, and six. There must have been Holonet news. We never saw it. But that must have been a thing, right? Because remember, we never saw an imperially occupied planet in the original trilogy. We saw Tatooine, not controlled by the Empire. I mean, there were stormtroopers looking for the droids, but it wasn't like an imperial planet, right? We saw... And there was Darth Maul looking for Bandai. Endor. Oh, that was in, that's in the prequels. We saw Endor. I'm talking about 4, 5, and 6 here. We saw, yeah, Endor, not Imperially Controlled, although eh, kind of there's, an, there's a presence, but it's not like it was a, a, uh, a planet with cities on it and no. stuff where they took it over. We saw Yavin. We saw Hoth. Dagobah. We saw Dagobah. Wah. We saw Bespin. Wait, and the Imperials don't even know about Dagobah. (laughs) True. Well, they might know about it, but they don't know who's living there. So that's it. Those are the planets that we saw. They think it's just random aliens and bats and stuff like that. Bats, yeah. Just a jungle planet with alien bats. Yep. (laughs) So. Bats are in the Star Wars Lego video games, so that's why I said it. Oh, they do look like bats, don't they? I think those might be. They kind of look like. I wonder if they're like Minox, maybe. What are Minox? Minox, they're the things in the in the space slug that are sucking on the Millennium oh. Falcon. I always oh, I always yeah, thought that the yeah, flying yeah, things yeah. on that are like banging into Millennium Falcon. Mm, yeah, they're sucking on the power cords or whatever, yeah. trying to get energy. Yeah. Okay. I well, always just I always felt like room. I always felt like the birds flying on Dagobah looked a lot like the Minox. I always just assumed those were Minox, but they probably aren't. They're probably just some other kind of bird. Anyway. Um, so yes, we I never we never saw a planet that was occupied by the Empire in the original trilogy. So it's really nice to have this this example. I suppose you could say that Bespin was sort of imperially controlled, but that was like after the fact. Like we never actually saw. That was just Cloud City. That was Cloud City. Yeah, Cloud they left Bespin. a garrison there. So yeah, it's it's something that happened. Cloud City is a is just Lando's place. But after Lando left, after they left, Vader said they were going to leave. Some they that they would leave an imperial garrison. That means like some troops and someone to control the city. They were going to leave that there. So we know that Bespin, after 
Empire Strikes Back was controlled by the Empire, but then we also learn from what they talked about in Star Wars Uprising, that video game that we talked about last week, that shortly after the Battle of Endor, I believe the Empire, some people tried to kick them out. So there's like fighting and stuff. Anyway. And of course, we never saw an occupied planet in the prequel trilogy because there was no Empire yet. Another thing that I love about Rebels is that it takes the pressure off The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens could be a dud, and we would still have Rebels. Rebels is amazing, and I don't think that The Force Awakens will be a dud. I don't think, I think it's going to be awesome, right? Me too. But if it doesn't, like, blow us away, if The Force Awakens isn't, like, this awesome, totally awesome, amazing, every time I watch it, I can't stop smiling, and, you know, I'm pretty sure that's what it's going to be, right? But if it's not super awesome, Rebels is. So, like, we already have this awesome Star Wars thing every week in our homes, and Mm -hmm. it really, for me, like, it helps me to not worry so much about whether or not The Force Awakens is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as long as they keep doing what they're doing with Rebels, we won't have to rely on The Force Awakens and other Star Wars movies to get our Star Wars fix, right? We'll be mm-hmm. getting it with Rebels. And maybe if they do some other kind of show after Rebels, maybe Rebels is only going to go three or four seasons. We don't know. Well. But whatever they do after that, I have full... I hope it keeps going for seasons like the whole rest until the universe blows up. Until the universe blows up. Wow, that would be a long time. Well, until the Earth blows up. Okay, so you want to? You want there to be like hundreds of millions of seasons of Rebels. Um, until I'm dead. Oh, until and, you're dead. Well, until oh, okay. like the whole. Because after you're dead, who cares? Because the whole, uh, um, the whole, the until whole, the whole universe Earth. Is dead. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. Um, when the whole earth blows up. Sure. But still, I'll get all that for all of it for my whole life except the rest. But I'll be dead, so I won't care if I don't watch the rest. Sure. Because I'll be dead. I can't think. Good. Good <laughs> point. So how do how do you guys feel about how season one ended? Awesome. Not too awesome. Why not, Liam? I don't know. Really? Vader. Awesome. Totally cool, right? Fine. A little awesome. I've seen Vader like a thousand times, though. Mm. But him appearing in Rebels at the very last episode is boring. <gasps> Was it boring? <laughs> yeah. Come on. I think you're just being contrary. Yeah, Liam. you're just being, you're just making <laughs> that up. No, I'm not. Okay. Yes. How about Ahsoka appearing at the end of Rebels? Uh, kind of cool, kind of not. Just like Darth, just like I said with Darth Vader, I've seen her a thousand times. Okay, Liam's being contrary, I think, but, but that's okay. But, but it's I cool. kind of cool for both of them. Cool. I was okay. so excited to see who Vulcrum was. Yeah, it's kind of cool for both of them. It is. It. I think so too. Um, now we didn't really have any cliffhangers at the end of. Of this season. Do you know what a cliffhanger is? No. It's when there's like something that you think might happen and then like for example a cliffhanger would be if the Inquisitor was hanging off of the that catwalk, right? And Kanan was standing above him. Mm-hmm. And then this and then the episode ended right there. 
and he didn't know what happened next. And he would have to wait till season two to figure out what happened next, right? That would be called a cliffhanger, because people hanging off a cliff, right? Are they going to fall or not? That's where the word, that's where the term comes from, right? If, if the show ends with someone hanging off a cliff, then you have to wait until the next episode to see whether or not they fall or whether or not they're rescued, right? Or they so, flip up by their Jedi, by their Sith training or Jedi training. Yeah. But the end of this season reminds me actually a lot of the end of A New Hope and The Phantom Menace. There's no award ceremony or anything like that, but there's a uh, reuniting of friends. The friends get back together at the end. There's a feeling of hope, if you don't count that scary Vader scene at the very end, right? I mean, there's this feeling of hope with Ahsoka showing up, mm -hmm. and everybody, you know, everybody lived, all the good guys lived, right? Um, all three have happy endings. Episode 4, Episode 1, and Rebels Season 1. Um, but we still know that there's more to come, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and it's pretty obvious that there's more things that are going to happen. And Episode 3... Wait, uh, that's not that's not no but it makes me wonder if the force awakens will have a happy ending just to get on a little bit of a force awakens tangents right that's it the first to. movie in a trilogy usually the first movies Mostly right every i remember when you first ending. told every me what the name of the seventh movie was the force I was like, awakens. oh oh my gosh i can't believe that i keep i kept on saying episode seven now but now i just say the force awakens because we, we know so much more about it mm -hmm. well this happy ending of the well, first chapter. Also I think oh, The yeah. Force Awakens is going to be a happy ending because every Star Wars movie is a happy ending except episode 3. Well, episode 3 is kind of a happy ending. 5 is not a happy ending. Yeah, five? Empire Strikes Back is not a happy ending. And even Attack what of the Clones. What does it end with? It yeah. ends with Han Solo in Carbonite and Luke loses to Vader. He loses that fight and... The Rebels lose the Battle of Hoth, right? The Phantom Medicine and New Hope are so happy. They're yeah. and um In Return of the Jedi. In Return of the Jedi, yeah. Right, because that was like the end of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But episode but two, three, and five are all pretty six, sad. Six mm -hmm. was really, really six is my favorite because mm -hmm. it has a lot of love. Mm, yeah. Love with bad guys. Good guys and bad guys oh, love. love. They turn with love. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a lot of that stuff. It is it is a story of they, the power of love. Yeah, it is. and it's a lot of not killing, just knocking people out. Mm. It's not much killing. Oh, okay. Uh, Liam, not much killing. Um. Uh. E, well, if you uh, don't count the star, if you don't count the stormtroopers. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, so this happy ending of a first chapter also makes me wonder about how brutal Season 2 might be. Here's a quote from Dave Filoni uh, in an interview that was on StarWars.com. They asked him, is there anything you want to say about Season 2? And he said, it's better. The stakes are higher and the action's better. We've been able to get the story into some very good, exciting, fun places while still maintaining a bit of intensity. If Season 1 represents a new hope, Season 2 is very much inspired by The Empire Strikes Back. And mm -hmm. uh, Simon Kinberg, who's also a creator on the show, said in a recent video, if the first season was a new hope in tone, the second season is more of Empire Strikes Back. Now, The Empire Strikes Back is not either of your favorites, is it? Mm -mm. No. 
now. I think it's in the bottom oh. three for both of you, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Isn't that it? Now, most people like my age or older, it's mm -hmm. their favorite movie. It's their really? favorite Star Wars movie. The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. There's a six. Mine is six. Um, but I mean, I, I understand. So is mine. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I love The Empire Strikes Back. My favorite's four. Mm, your favorite is four. That's right, Anna. So what do you feel? My so how do you feel about this? Do you think that scene is how Filoni is saying that season two will be inspired by The Empire Strikes Back, that you won't like it as much as season one? Do you think you'll like Rebel Rebels season two as much if it's yeah. if it has the same feeling as Empire Strikes Back? This this dark maybe the good guys aren't always winning feeling. What do you think? Maybe yes. Yes. I might. Hmm. You might you might see just why people love The Empire Strikes Back so much. Season 2 might actually help you to understand that because you're growing up with these Rebels characters in the same way a lot of people my age and older grew up with Han, Luke, and Leia. Right? Mm -hmm. So when we see them struggle, we, we have strong feelings about it, but those feelings... That's a good thing, even when they're bad feelings, because it makes you care about the characters, right? Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, so, one more thing I wanted to talk about. Well, I want to talk about more than one thing, but I wanted to talk quickly about how the, the marketing of Rebels has really made me rethink my whole philosophy on spoilers. Did you two know that I knew that Lando was going to be on before we ever saw the episode? No. Even you? I did. I knew it. I Even knew. you said before you saw the mm -hmm. episode? Yep. How'd you know? Because StarWars.com wrote a story about it. About how Lando was going to be on the next episode of Rebels. And I don't know why they would do that. That <laughs> doesn't make sense. I also knew that Tarkin was going to be on. I knew that Yoda, in his voice form, was going to be on. We all found out that Vader was going to be on the final episode because it was in the Star Wars Insider, right? Before the episode came right. out, we knew Vader was going to show up. And StarWars.com also said that. So, it's... I don't know if I would call it a spoiler, I guess, now, because Star Wars is telling us they're going to be in there, right? So that's why I'm saying it kind of made me rethink how I feel about spoilers, or what, what do I, I call a spoiler? Liam, are you glad that I didn't tell you that Lando or Tarkin... We're going to be on those shows before we watch them. Are you glad I didn't tell you beforehand? Kind of. Because do you remember when Lando came on that screen? Do you do you guys remember how excited you were to see Lando Calrissian? Yeah, I was like, wait, wait. So, uh, I I recognized him kind <laughs> yeah. of, uh -huh. and I was like, that person looks familiar. And then when he said, my name is Lando Calrissian, I was like. Oh my, oh my, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> you guys are so surprised. And you know, I think when, when, when the writers are writing the show, and when they're making the show and everything, they don't think we're going to know that that's Lando before we see Lando. It's a reveal. It's meant to be a reveal. We're not supposed to know. We're not supposed to know beforehand. But then, but then they tell us beforehand. Why do you think, Anna, that Lucasfilm would release all of this information before the episodes air? Why do you think they would do that? Why would they tell people that Lando's going to be on the episode before the episode mm. airs? I don't know. To get them to watch. Um, right? Yeah. If people know 
that Darth Vader is going to be on an episode, then more people are going to watch that episode because people want to see Darth Vader. If but people... he's only going to be in there for a second. Well, they didn't know that, right? Yeah, I know. So I think that... So it kind of tricked them. I think that the people who are marketing the show, right, the people who are trying to get people to watch the show, are not the same people who are making the show, right? Those are two separate groups of people. So the people who are making the show, I think if I were them, I'd be like, really, do you have to tell everybody that Lando's going to be on this episode? Because it'd be so cool if they didn't know. But then how could they promote the episode? How could they say what's going to happen in the episode without saying Lando's in it? Because that episode specifically, Lando was in it the whole time pretty much. Yeah. And the episode, the first episode with Tarkin in it, you know, he was in it a lot. So it'd be hard for them to talk about what the episode was about. And that's what they do. They, they tell people, they have to tell people what the episode's about for some reason before the episode airs. I wish they didn't, but that's advertising. I don't like it. So Lucasfilm did not spoil Ahsoka, did That's they? awesome. That's a one thing. They did not spoil who Fulcrum was. But, and I haven't told awesome. you guys this either, I haven't told you guys this either, but an actor in France who does the voice for Ahsoka in the French version, because, you know, it's translated into different languages all around the world. So in Rebels, there's a different person who does the voice of Ahsoka, and she did the voice of Ahsoka in The Clone Wars also. Well, she said that she was doing Ahsoka on her, like, website or whatever. It said what she was working on, and it said, like, 2015, Ahsoka Tano. And people saw this, and they said, what? That means Ahsoka's in Rebels. That, that has to mean that. And I heard that beforehand. I wish I hadn't, but I did. Did somebody tell you that? No, it was on a podcast. And I don't think they gave a spoiler warning before it. And, you know, it wasn't like a for sure thing, but it was pretty for sure. Like, this actress is saying that she's Ahsoka. So, it was pretty much a spoiler, since there'd be no other reason for her to say this. But, it's it's okay. You know, I was still I was still surprised to see Ahsoka, because I wasn't sure. I wasn't positive. So I had some other connections and things to say about certain parts of Season 1. But we're running kind of long already, and we're going to add on our reaction core reaction to um, the season premiere of two on the same episode. So I don't want it to be like a two-hour episode, although it might end up being that, and that's okay. So I'm just going to skip a few things and say basically that I just love how they connect everything so well with Rebels into the other Star Wars movies, and they reward fans for paying attention to, to the little things, and there's so much to pay attention to. Um, just two examples that I would like to get into in a, in a future episode are the uh, the Jaynor of Bith, the artist. Mm -hmm. There was a little bit um, on the Holonet News uh, kind of marketing campaign that they had on the lead-up to Rebels about Jaynor of Bith, and also the um, that Admiral... Lando, said that right. it looks like mm -hmm. Jaynor of Biff's art to Sabine. That's right. And then also there's some Admiral Ularan connections that I really want to dive into. Who's Admiral Ularan? Admiral, he was Anakin's Admiral in the Clone Wars. He has the same oh, yeah, voice that guy. as the narrator who introduces oh. all the Clone Wars episodes, basically. That, that voice yeah. is the same voice of Admiral Ularan. And... Um, he's basically Agent Callus's boss. He's one of Agent Callus's bosses. So we could actually see him. 
Agent you know. Callus's boss? Yes. He's a higher rate than he was <clears throat> in the Clone Wars. Oh yes, he is. He is a he is a, one of the commanders of the Imperial Security Bureau. So oh, we wow. didn't we'll, uh, see him. We'll see. We didn't see him. No, we haven't seen him yet, but we might oh. see him in season two or three. Season two we'll or see. three or four. So let's take a look back quickly on the characters of season one before we go into season two. Let's look at the ghost crew. Um, Ezra is the main character of this show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's come pretty Ezra far. Ezra and Kanan. Ezra and Kanan, yeah. And Ezra's come pretty far in this first season. He went from not even knowing what the Force was to uh, tapping into his anger and releasing Mama Fearnock on the Inquisitor, remember that? To constructing his own lightsaber and learning selflessness and uh, helping others. Where do you think he's going to go from here? I don't know. How, how do you think he's going to be in season two? In the battle. In the battle? In a big battle a big with battle. stormtroopers and they'll make their own troopers. Wow. The rebels will make their own troopers. Oh. All, um, like the, all the main characters lined up in the front, and mm-hmm. then tons of like a big square of stormtroopers, and then it'll be all the rebels lined up in the front, mm-hmm. and a big, uh, tro- uh, big thing of whatever troopers. Type of, of, of rebel troopers. I have a question. Yeah. Rebel ask, troopers, which they don't hmm. really have rebel troopers yet. They the rebels. Really, well, yeah. I, don't know. I have a question. Mm-hmm. It kind of. Um, I thought you said clone troopers, so that kind of brings up a question. Mm-hmm. Why isn't there clone troopers in Rebels, episode four, episode five, and episode six? Why are they stormtroopers? Why aren't they clone troopers? Good question. And the reason there are no clone clorn, <laughs> troopers? The reason there are no clone troopers? No clone choppers! Clone choppers. Ooh, more than one chopper. Oh no. Ah! <laughs> uh, the choppers! A chopper is the crankiest droid in the galaxy. That's what, that's what my. That's what my trading card chopper says. Is that the crankiest droid in the galaxy? And that's <laughs> canon. That's canon. Okay, we're telling this to you. We're trying to make you feel bad. Okay, chopper. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So at some point within the last minute, through the magic of podcasting, we've gone from what eleven o'clock a.m. to seven o five p.m., which means yeah, that which means that the rebels. Season 2 premiere is in 55 minutes. It's coming up really soon now. Oh, yes. Almost there. Almost there. That's like an hour. I know. I know. It's coming up. <laughs> so okay. we need to wait for an hour until it comes up? Yeah. Oh, gosh. So, anyway, Anna, back to your question about the clone troopers. Um... Finally, you said okay. clone troopers. <laughs> Finally, I said <laughs> Instead right. of clone choppers. Clone <laughs> droppers. Okay, so why... Okay, so the clone troopers age at twice the rate as everybody else. Mm-hmm. Remember that? So oh, yeah. So remember, Boba didn't, right? He was the one unaltered yeah. clone. But the rest of the clones, for every year, they age two years. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they're going to get old really fast. Oh, okay. Which is why... They died. Why? Well, no. Well, yeah, a lot of them die. I think a lot of them just aren't part of the military because they're too old. But that's also why Rex and the other clones with Rex that we're going to see 
in season two of Rebels. I don't know if we're going to see it in the Siege of Lothal. I don't think we will. But remember that we Shoot saw that the chip preview. out in in Clone in Clone mm -hmm, Wars. Mm -hmm. But they're old. Oh, they look really old. You put a spoiler in that. I already I put the spoiler at the beginning of the episode, Liam. Remember spoiler alert at the beginning of the episode. So um, I realized that was like you know ten hours ago or something. So. <laughs> It was a long time ago that I said that, so that's why you don't remember it. In Lords of the Sith, the book that just came out, one of the Crimson Guards who's it's guarding... It's a clone trooper. Yeah, who guards Palpatine is actually an older clone. You told us that already. I think I did. Well, in a different episode, maybe? or just Yeah, maybe. I don't think I said it in an episode. But, no, I don't um, think so. But that also takes place quite a bit before Rebels takes place. So that clone would be even older, although he... Spoiler alert, dies in that book. Okay, so let's get back to the ghost crew. That's what we were talking about. We were going to talk about the members of the ghost crew and what we've learned about them and what we hope to learn. So we talked about Ezra and where we think he'll go from here. And Liam, I think you had a big uh, description of a battle, if I remember correctly. It seems like it was only a couple minutes ago, but really it was longer ago, so I'm having a hard time remembering. But I think, yeah, he's going to be stronger in the Force, which should be pretty interesting to see. Um... You know, he's going to get stronger, and will he go to the dark side? We already saw him touch the dark side a little bit already. It should be interesting. Will Kanan continue to be his master, or will Ezra want to learn from Ahsoka instead? And how will Kanan feel about that? I don't know. So Hera. Let's talk about Hera. So, where is Cham, Syndulla, in all of this? In Lords of the Sith, he's in that book, but he does not die in that book. So I wonder if we're going to see him. That would be interesting. And I kind of want to know more about Hera. The trailer, like, that planet when, hmm. where Rex was on that, um, on that uh, Jabba yeah. sail barge looking thingy. <laughs> um, yeah. um, he was, um, I think they were on that planet. Or I think they were on Tatooine, maybe. Who? Um, Rex. Oh, you think they were on Ryloth? Or Tatooine, I mean. Mm, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think the main <sighs> planet in, in, two, in season two mm -hmm. is going to be Lothal. I think it's going to be a different planet. I think you're right. Same with it me. might be a series of planets. We don't know. Because if there's a siege of Maybe Lothal, they go to this planet, then this planet, then this planet, mm. and like it keeps going on. And they never yeah. stay at one planet, so there's no main planet. Maybe. There's no main planet. Maybe. Yes, Anna. What's siege mean? Oh, that's a good question. So siege means like a, like a group of people come and take it over. That's what a siege is. So. Oh my. So Lothal, I mean, has already been taken over by, by the Empire, but that's it's also a spoiler. like the military is going to come. Well, we saw it in the trailer. Like kind of, Vader yeah. said, you know, like we're going to, we're going to find these rebels no matter what, right? That means they're probably bringing the big the big guns are coming to Lothal, right? So every ship of the bad guys and every ship of the good guys mm -hmm. fight. <laughs> Maybe. I don't think and every ship, but yeah, there might be multiple ships fighting. Yeah. Okay, so then there's Kanan, who I think we actually know the most about of all the crew, uh, thanks to A New Dawn, that book that I read that I, I told you guys quite a bit about, and also the Kanan comics have told us quite a bit about Kanan. So we kind of know where Kanan comes from in a way that we really, and we know Ezra, sort of. We know where Ezra came from. We know his parents were taken. We don't know if they're dead or not. Um, 
Oh, we could find that out this season. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be um, awesome. We know, I hope they're not. We know kind of where Hera came from, but we don't really know like all of her history. Kanan, we know, but we don't know where Sabine came from. Right. Sabine, I think, is the biggest mystery. Yeah. I think she came from Mandalore. Well, we know that she was in the Imperial Academy on Mandalore. And her family got taken by the Empire. We don't know that. Do we? Yeah, she said. Oh. My family got taken at the same as yours. Oh. Hmm. Does she say those exact words? Or something like that. Yeah, I think she said something about her family was affected by the Empire, but I don't know if she said taken. I think he, he, that's right. She said, she asked Ezra, what happened to your family? And he said, uh, the Empire happened. What happened to yours? And she said, same here. But we don't know exactly what that means for her. It could mean something else. Maybe she told someone at the Academy that her parents were talking about revolution. And she thought she was doing the right thing, but then the Empire took her family away, and she was responsible for it. And that's why she's so angry at the Empire, because she actually was working for them for a little bit. We don't know. And Zeb, we know that all of his people were killed by the Empire. He's one of the last ones left. I think he is the last one. Well, I there might there be some like left. I think there are, like, two right. more. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool if you found some of his people. And then he had to like make a choice between going with his people or with the ghost crew or something like that. I don't know. Um, so we kind of know. Go with but I, people. but I would like to see more of his good, story. Yeah. Would be called Zeb's Choice. <laughs> Zeb's Choice. I like that. But name. Zeb's. That's good. I hope Zeb would go with his. I hope Zeb would would go with his people. You hope so? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, he, he's needed on that rebel crew. Yeah, he is. But if he goes with his people, he'll have more. He'll have more because the Rebel crew is all different types of of people. Except mm. So, like, Zeb is a different type of people of all the people. He's an alien. He's different than them. Mm. So, he, I think he would go with his own kind because then he would be better off. He would be better with his own kind. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Mm. I, don't I don't think know. so. I think sure. they could destroy the empire, and they could invent, oh. uh, they could have all those weapons, and they could invent one that turns into a light, a double lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying if he found some other, uh, other people of his kind, they could work, they could together, work together as to, a, a, to defeat a new rebel salamander mm -hmm. or something. That'd be kind of cool. So yeah. then the, they, or I get, I, I have an idea. Mm -hmm. Maybe all. His people that he find could mm. join the rebel crew, and then they could be a bigger crew. Oh yeah! Wow, that'd be cool. Yeah, that would. That was mm. big. That was a. I thought of that really quickly. <laughs> I don't know what to say, really. And finally, Chopper. Do we want to know what where Chopper came from? Do we want to know Chopper's origin story? Nah. No. It's kind of fun to not know. Maybe, maybe it's uh, it's okay to have that mystery. I want to know. I think actually, his is the biggest mystery because he never talks. I want to know because mm. we can talk. Because then we could talk more about the rebel crew. Oh yeah, it'd give us more to talk about. Good point, Liam. In our podcast. Right. So this person was not a member of the rebel crew, but I feel like we need to uh, say a few words in remembrance to the Inquisitor. <laughs> it seems like we hardly even knew him, but he's gone now. 
do you think we'll ever see and I kind of wish I kind of wish I got to say that we would have seen more backstory Me about too. the inquisitor. I think we could have seen some really interesting stuff about the inquisitor. Like I would love love it if they would they have said that he was out. he was a Jedi youngling or something during the you know the attack on the temple and he survived somehow and I would have loved something like that. But it's okay. It's okay. He's gone. He's gone. We got to just accept it. No more inquisitor. Well, or Inquis new inquisitors, right? Yeah, new or maybe, inquisitors. I don't know. We'll see. Two, I think. We'll see. In are they inquisitors? I think they are. Yeah. And we might we might see it actually tonight. Maybe. Do you think we'll get any backstory on so Agent Callus or Minister Tua? I, I hope. Wait, I hope we would have. I really wish that we would have backstory to the inquisitor. Yeah. What if he what? He ended up by a Sith, and then he ran away from. He well, he he was at his home, and he ran away from his home one night, hmm. and and he went, and then a Sith found him and asked him who he is, and then he told him, and then he said, "I'm gonna make you, a, uh, I'm gonna make you an Inquisitor." Oh. So then he made them into a Inquisitor, and he said, "You're gonna teach all these stormtroopers." So then he teach some of those stormtroopers, oh. and he led them. Wow. And he had a whole fleet of stormtroopers, and he had like That's egg, theory. all stormtroopers. So then he got, so then he grew up in the academy. So then he went to the Sith temple or wherever the Sith usually go. And then, oh my gosh, my voice is getting really tired. And then <laughs> you're talking he went, a lot. And then he went to um um. He found Kanan um, because Kanan was his um, father. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> so that no, you jumped the shark, Liam. You jumped the shark there. So that no. What do you think? <laughs> that Sunlight and Harry so married and they had the Inquisitor and then the Inquisitor grew up and became Sith and then his own son and oh, then his own... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. And, and then... And then so anna you hope that we see some backstory for callus and tua yeah that'd be kind of cool do you think uh we're ever going to see governor nope nope no 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 don't do it don't do it You never know, right? We we do get the stories. We do get the Season stories. Season two is going to be the story of uh, the different characters in the background of Lothal. Is that right? Yeah. yeah? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I think this episode has officially left the station. 
Yes. So uh, we're going to just too. wrap it up. Uh, there's more I wanted to talk about, but uh, Liam is turning into a puddle of giggles. <laughs> so we're going to just... Uh, I wish we could keep talking, but maybe we'll add this on to our uh, Reaction Core episode, the other stuff I had to say. So we're going to call it good for now. We're going to watch season two, See the Siege of Lothal. We're going to watch it. The Siege of Lothal. They'll all be coming now. Then we've got to be ready to fight. We must find the strength to fight. But the greater courage is knowing when not to fight. And we'll be beside you either way. Okay, and we watched Siege of Lothal uh, a couple days ago, right? Mm -hmm. Actually, you watched it, what, uh, you watched it twice now, right? Mm -hmm. Once with me and once with, with uh, your babysitter. Which is awesome. And you've um, watched it twice too. And I've watched it twice too because I watched it a second time uh, just by myself to get these uh, kind of show notes down and stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be thinking about that when I watched it the first time. So, uh, yeah, we, we have quite a bit to talk about, including something toward the end of the episode that made one of us fall off the couch, if I remember correctly. But we'll get to that later. Uh, for now, let's start at the beginning. Uh, the Rebels working together with the Phoenix Squadron. At the beginning. Yeah. That was pretty awesome, huh? That was really smooth. They really knew what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Anna, you were kind of, and I think Liam too, you, but you were like, what, who are these people? Like, we didn't get introduced to anyone. I know. It's in, so in confusing. Phoenix, the Phoenix Squadron, yeah. So they kind of just plopped us right into the middle of it. We, we didn't get to see them all meet. And I wonder what kind of conversations they've had, or what kind of conversations has Ahsoka had with Kanan and Ezra? Right? Has she had like any deep kind of conversations about the force and stuff that we don't, we never heard? I wonder. I don't know. They kind of just put us down, you know, quite a bit of time has passed, yeah, it seems like. like They're working together um, really good. Spectre 4, I think it was. Sabine? Uh huh. Well, when she was in the Phantom and she picked up the cargo, yep. so then the ghost um, got it. Yeah. And I liked when like the, when like, Ezra was shooting, yeah, and then Zabu was like, "Whoa!" And then he fell off the back. Mm, yeah, and then I was like, "Oh, now I know what to do." And then just took this thing out and started typing on, so then it stuck to the bottom. Oh, that's what Zeb did, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. just fell over the railing. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to see him fall off the railing, but he when he fell off the ra railing, we didn't see him fall. We only saw him fall off the railing, but we didn't actually see, like, when he was falling. Oh, we didn't see him land. Yeah. Either, yeah. What then? Um, luckily, the confusing part's over, mm -hmm. because, spoiler alert, I'm going to have a, I'm going to give you a little time to take your headphones out. Actually, at the very beginning of this episode, I already did a spoiler alert. Oh, remember? you did? Yeah. Um, oh. yeah, oh, I mean, we're reviewing did. Siege of Lothal, so people know that okay. we're going to talk about it, yeah. So, um, they died. So, that was the end of the confusing part. Who died? The Phoenix Squadron, most of them did. Oh, a lot of the pilots did, right? Yeah. Yeah, not, I don't think, like, like Sato, the commander, no. like, he didn't die. But, okay. yeah, a lot of the, a lot barely of the pilots people, did. Barely any people. I think there were... Oh, yeah, that huge all the, ship all the destroyed. It yeah, got destroyed. But they evacuated, right? Mm. But the yeah, A-wings... Yeah, in the escape pods. Mm-hmm. 
But everyone, almost everyone in the A-Wings, I think. They I think died. all of them. I think there were yeah, eight of them. Yeah, they did. I think they all died. I think Phoenix Squadron 1 and Phoenix Squadron 2 did. Mm, they're Squad 1 and Squad 2, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they pretty much all died. But we'll get to that. Um, what do you guys think of the A-Wings? Do you like seeing them? Uh, what do, you, do you like A-Wings? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I like when that guy just jumped off the bridge into his A-Wing. That was really cool how they That got, was amazing. That's how they get into the A-Wings. They walk overhead and they just jump right down into the seats. That's a fast way to do it. That way you don't Ooh, have to whatever. Up. I just get a walk. Oh, I'm on this bridge. Oh, if I want. Oh, I thought there. Oh, people are getting in their A-Wings. Oh, maybe I should do that too. Bop! You think he just accidentally, like, he just kind of came upon that? I, I'm pretty sure that was the... That's the point. Like, that's how they do it. Maybe, right? They've practiced it before. Like, when we got to get out in our A-Wings really fast, we run over on the bridge, we jump into them. Maybe there's not even ladders to get up to the A-Wings. Who knows? There's a, there had to be a um, a soft seat, because there mm. was, like, a wood seat, <laughs> yeah. they would scratch your butts. <laughs> uh, so when they're fighting... It Ezra says carabast. I thought that was pretty good. Carabast. <laughs> I mean, that's how yeah. Zab says it, but, yeah. Zab, but Ezra was like, carabast. Yeah. <laughs> so I like that, too. And, and Ezra, too, he's very he's very confident. He's very different in this. He grew up a lot, it seems like, right? Yeah. Like He's even like planning the missions now. Like They ask Ezra what they think they should do, and then they do what he says, and it's really interesting how he's taking the lead. Um, and that maybe that's because Kanan has kind of fallen behind a little bit, and maybe Kanan doesn't want to take the lead as much. He's letting Ezra maybe. do it. Because he said, "I we started off just mm. being just a small little band." Of, just yeah, yeah, and then and then, and now we're just in a big group. We're trying mm-hmm. to fight the Empire, and we're trying to fight the. We're just a big in a big group thing, and that's not what I wanted. Right. Kanan does not want to be part of an army, part of a military. No. Why do you think he doesn't want to be? I think he says why he doesn't want to be, right? Because yeah. Jedi. Cause he, well, because he we just started when, off. Yeah. He says he we just... He remembers yeah. in the Clone Wars how all those people died, and he doesn't want he doesn't want to, those people to get lost again. Hmm. Yeah. Anna, you were going to say, like, we just went through this war. In the Clone Wars, right? Yeah, he yeah. he was saying like when we started off, then then it was just me and you mm, yeah. trying to help people. That. Yep, and it was just steal from the rich, give yeah, to the poor, right? Yeah, steal from the rich, give to the poor. Yep, and now we're all part of this military thing. I don't like it. Yeah, right. I hope they don't. I hope they keep on exploring that. I hope that they don't. Um, that that's something that keeps on coming up in the next episodes. You know, I hope they don't just, like, do away with that now. So, I actually went back to... Do you remember the concept art, right, where there, where we saw Kanan sitting by himself? We yeah. saw that at the end of Fire Across the Galaxy. Yeah. And uh, I went back and I listened to our reaction core Fire Across the Galaxy. Yeah, that concept art of him just sitting out. Yeah, sitting mm-hmm. out on the side, yeah. He thought he was and, sad, but he's just listening, I think. Hmm. Well, we were talking about why would why would Kanan feel left out? And now you know? we know. And our ideas, because I think it's good to go back to see if we were right, right? My idea was that maybe he was jealous of Ahsoka being a, a like a better Jedi and a better teacher of Ezra. Oh. Uh, that, but that's not the case. Uh, Liam, you had the idea that 
he was jealous because he can't be in charge of anything. Um, which is kind of, kind of maybe part of it. But because now, Ahsoka's the leader, he's well, not the leader, and he's I, no, I think Sato out. is kind of the leader now. Like they're part of Phoenix Squadron now, and he wanted to be their own thing. So maybe that is part of it. But I think what he says is that he he doesn't want to be part of a larger military group because that was my guess. Yeah, that was your guess. Oh, you didn't have one, I don't think. I went back and listened to it. I didn't. I didn't hear a guess from you. Oh, you may have had an idea, but at least it wasn't on the episode. So oh. Um, so I like that, that that line, the steal from the rich, give to the poor. That's from Robin Hood. That's what Robin Hood would say. You guys remember the story of Robin Hood, right? Yeah. He would steal from the rich and give to the poor. Yeah. And they they kind of were. They're a little merry band of, Robin Hood's merry band of rebels, you know? Like, <laughs> this is, uh, you know, now they're kind of becoming part of this larger thing. And I can, I can see where Kanan's coming from. So we saw more of Minister Tua in this episode. And, uh... We see her kind of talking to Callus, and then Vader comes in, and she's giving all these excuses for why they haven't caught the rebels. And then Vader mentions that she has a meeting with Tarkin, and that's when she gets really afraid. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine that? Like, you have this large, because- what is he, like seven feet tall, and you know, like, we know that this person is a Sith Lord and one of the most dangerous people in the galaxy, and she is afraid when he says that she has a meeting with Tarkin. She's not even, it's like she's not even afraid of Vader. I mean, she's a little afraid of him, I think, but really, like, she sees Tarkin as the the monster because of why. Why do you think she sees Tarkin as the monster? Because Because she knows Tarkin better. And what did Tarkin do last season? Because Tarkin, um, Tarkin controls Vader. Oh, I know what Tarkin Mm. did last season. He 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 told the Inquisitor to Uh kill him. To kill Oresco and Grint. Yeah. Because they failed. Because they failed. So now they know, (laughs) oh, I'm going to fail, so I'm going to Tarkin to die. Basically. Yep. Yep, yep. So she tries to make a deal. Um, Oh, but before that, Callus. Callus seems to really be on board with this whole killing people who fail thing. I feel like when when Oresko and Grant were killed by the Inquisitor, Callus had that look of like, oh, really? Like, you're going to do that? He had a look of disgust. And maybe he was just grossed out by seeing two people's heads cut off. But it seemed to me like there was something more to it. Like, he really didn't want them to die. Um, Yeah, I think he actually kind of thought they were good men. But Yeah, but now he... Oh, and maybe he doesn't have any respect for Tua. Maybe that's it. So maybe he doesn't... Maybe he doesn't care that Tua's going to die. Because he doesn't respect her at all. Maybe he respected Oresco and Grint. That I, could be. That's what I was. Because they were because they were military men, you know. And he's mm-hmm. a he's a military man. Well, he's an imperial, an ISB agent, which you know isn't quite the military, imperial but close enough. Bureau. Imperial Security Bureau. That's right. Um, so he's basically the the commander of the bad guy police. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> So, um... And the Imperial Bureau is the bad guy police place. Imperial Security Bureau, yeah. So, so it's weird. Uh, it's, it's kind of weird to me that That's all of a sudden... That's has all those steel places. What, what's the Imperial Security Bureau, William? The place where they kept Luminara Unduli, but oh. then they killed her. There's that big hall of the jail door. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. That's the, that. yeah, the spire is the Imperial Security Bureau. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. 
Yeah, maybe they have something to do with that. Anyway. I think um, that's part of it. So, I don't know. I feel I still feel like there's more to Callus, and we're going to talk about that again in a little bit. Um, so, Tua tries to make a deal with the Rebels. Uh, she says if they save her, she'll give the Rebels a list of Rebel sympathizers. And then she also says, as a little extra, she says, I've discovered the true reason the Empire came to Lothal. And Hera's like, yeah, whatever. We all already know about that, right? And she's like, they're, they're just mining it. They want it Lothal for the minerals, you know? And she said, ah, but there's another reason, known only to a few and ordered by the Emperor himself. What, what? do you think the reason is? What could what it be? What mean? There's another reason they came to Lothal. The Empire isn't just there to, to mine. To make a, um, to make an army. Hmm, Yeah. An army of a thousand million stormtroopers. I don't know if there's that many people on Lothal. Anna, well, do you have a theory? Bring people, no. They'll bring people from other planets oh. to Lothal Wait. In, the, in the big army place, and mm. then they'll make a big army of stormtroopers mm. of 10,000, 8,650,000 stormtroopers. Oh my goodness. I know what it is. I know what it is. Okay, more. What is it? More. What more is it, Anna? Okay. I think um, they go there to inform the Emperor of what, where the Rebels are going and what they should do to the Rebels. Oh, see, I think I think what she's talking about is, like, why is the Empire on Lothal at all? Like, ever. Why did they even come to the planet in the first place? Oh. Like, way back, you know, back, like, even before Rebels started, right? Yeah. Um, so, so I think it might be something different. I think... Uh, there's a, someone else, I believe it was a Teresa Delgado. I think it was Teresa Delgado from Fangirls Going Rogue had the theory that Lothal has a high concentration of kyber crystals. And Tua knew why the Empire wanted kyber crystals. That was the information that she was going to give them. Maybe. Maybe. So... And why would you think that? Awesome. Why would you think that Lothal has a bunch of kyber crystals? Because well, there was that crystal that Ezra got for his lightsaber. Yeah. Maybe there's other crystals below the surface, and that's why they're there. Way they're down there underground. Those. Maybe. Way. Maybe. That is a good theory. That is a pretty good theory. Uh, quick shout out to Kevin Kiner, the composer for the music in this episode was awesome. The music was so good. Ugh, they had so many cues from the original trilogy, but also some really great stuff, like... I thought the moment between, uh, between Kanan and, uh, and Hera, when they're in the hallway talking to each other, and the music that was going on then, uh, it just really what was reminded the music? me... I don't, you know, I don't remember exactly what it was. It kind of remember, reminded me of the Princess Leia theme or the Leia and Han Can't theme. The music in. I survived one war. I'm not ready for another one. I saw what it did. To the Jedi. To everyone. That's the Leia and oh. Han theme. Uh, I would say, yeah, Kevin Kiner still knocking it out of the park. Now, Kevin Kiner is also the person who composed the music for The Clone Wars, which is 
almost always awesome, but you guys just watched an episode with yeah, your babysitter so that you didn't bad. like the music in. It was so bad. Oh, Anna, Anna, settle down. <laughs> it was a little yeah. little bit of music that you guys didn't like <laughs> um, in uh, Droid, and Just, Droid and Distress. Is that the one? Yeah. Uh, yeah where Ga Noct has R2-D2 and, and the music that plays on Ga Noct's ship. Uh, you guys, you guys did not like. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, it was not Star Wars. Oh, bum, right? bum, bum. Now, yeah, I. Now, did like, you know that Kevin Kiner was told by George Lucas that he is wanted Kevin music? Kevin Kiner, the one who did the. Or is that the one in the? You mean the Force, like the Force when Ezra feels the Force? Yeah. Yeah, that's Kevin Kiner. Yeah, that's all him. That isn't. So that's that's, in that's the hardly first, even based that's on. That's in the first season and the second season. Yeah, yeah. That's very. I don't even think that's based on any John Williams music. That's that's Kevin Kiner original. It's but yeah, my so best George Lucas told music. George Lucas told uh, Kiner that he wanted original stuff that didn't necessarily sound like Star Wars. So a lot of that stuff that you hear in the, in early Clone Wars, you know, that was his his job was to make new music that didn't sound Star Warsy. But now in this in this show, they're trying to make you feel like original trilogy, like a lot of John Williams mm-hmm. stuff is used in there and so so yeah, I think um it, it connects more. It makes us feel Yeah better because it feels more like Star Wars, right? So Yeah. It's it's great. I love it so much. Uh he's doing such a great job. So Kanan says, uh so what's the plan? And then Ezra answers, because it's his plan, right? He's the one who says how to get Tua, you know? Yeah. Uh, I just I just like that. And then they're on Lothal, and Ezra feels cold, because he feels something. But Kanan doesn't feel cold. It's almost like Kanan doesn't, isn't as sensitive to the Force as Ezra is. It almost seems like that. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if, if it's because Ezra knows what that cold feels like, because he's had, like, a dark side experience. And maybe Kanan hasn't, although I can I kind of think Kanan probably has. Because yeah. he was on the run all those years. Right. It seems like maybe he has tapped into the dark side a little bit. Uh, and that's why he was so hesitant to, to use the Force, you know, because he was afraid of doing that. Um, Just about the Kanan comic, and he steals a ship, and then mm. tons of ships, <laughs> clone ships, come trying to kill them. Oh, yeah, we still have to read issue three, don't we? Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we, we, do. we have it. We haven't read it yet. Oh. So, part of, I feel like maybe Ezra is just stronger in the Force than Kanan is. That could be. So they get to Lothal, try to get two off planet, but she blows up. She blows up. But now we'll now we'll never. Ship blows up. So now, then she dies. She she does die, and now we'll never learn the true reason the Empire came to Lothal. We might. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Hopefully, we will. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like they're they leaving Lothal. They can figure it out, but because what Tua said, they can figure out what the reason was. Mm, how could they figure it out without Tua? Who else do they know in the Empire who gives them information? Hmm. And he was being sent off of the planet to the system where they're constructing the Death Star. He? Hmm. Zara Leonis. A Zara Leonis. It's Zara Leonis. When he, he said he was being sent to the, I can't remember the name of the sector, oh, but Daddy. it's actually the sector that has Geonosis. So it's the sector where they're basically constructing the Death Star. Okay, so they hide out in Ezra's home. And it blows up. Right, after Tua, so they escape, 
and they hide out in Ezra's house, but then the stormtroopers come after them and blow it up. And when Ezra sees his burning home, he says, I guess there is no going home. Because yes, a, a lot of times... Squadron is your home. You think Phoenix Squad? The ghost is your home. Mm. Because in a book that I read of... With Mama of... Mm-hmm. Uh, of the Rebels... Yeah? It said the Rebels' home is the ghost. Oh. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So, so, so do you think Ezra so Ezra doesn't consider Lothal his home anymore? Do you think? He kinda does. Kinda does. Lothal, but not his house on Lothal. Oh, I see. But he considers Lothal his home, but his house oh. he considers his house the The ghost. The ghost. Well they say home is where the heart is. Yeah. Right? The so home is where you feel huge, like you belong. Home is where the heart is. So and the maybe huge, um but there's a huge squadron, so mm. all those ships are his oh. home. Now, will will that change again? Is he gonna find a new home after those? Maybe mm, with Hondo so. Naka. <laughs> nah, he'll become a pirate with Hondo. I don't think so. <laughs> and it'll be a lightsaber, so he'll be the leader. <laughs> I don't think so. Don't and then he'll so get either. a double blade yeah. with two ki- with two lasers. That's a big theory, Liam. <laughs> two lasers instead of stun lasers. That's a Liam. Lasers. That's a Liam-sized theory right there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Enough. Okay. So, uh, so Kanan, so they they have the plan to get to the Imperial landing platform because that's the one place they don't think any. Imperials will be. Mm-hmm. Anna, you really like this plan, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it seems Darth Vader is there. Uh, that's how it ends up, yeah, because Vader knows. He must have had some Force visions about where they'd be or something, huh? Yeah. He yeah. knew where they were going to be. He knew in the Force. Yeah, so... so or it just... Oh, you... didn't, didn't he... Um, on the ship, on the ship that they bring to um, the Imperial ship that, that was on the Ghost... They said there's a tracking beeper mm-hmm. on that, so that's how they got. That's how Darth Vader knew mm-hmm. where how they got onto the place. That's how he knew how to find them. Yeah. Oh man, that's oh you're good. making all those connections just now, Liam. That's cool. Oh so, yeah. So Anna, what did you like about this plan? I really liked it because. It was a crazy plan, mm-hmm. and also I just loved how Ezra just did a mind trick. Mm. While he tried to do a mind trick, he said, "You don't have to check inside." Mm-hmm. And then he, and then he said, "You think you're ordering me around, Cadet?" Mm-hmm. And then Kanan said, "No, he's not. He, said, he just said you don't you have, have to check inside, and then it works." <laughs> yeah. And um, then Ezra says, "I wish I could do that," and Kanan says, "I wish it." worked for you i wish it worked on you i wish it worked on you yeah yeah i wish it worked for i wish that worked for me i wish it worked on you <laughs> yeah that is funny i like that too i wish it worked on so, you so they get to the landing platform and they oh there's some shield generators oh everything's going fine we're gonna get out of here no problem Bum 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 Oh my goodness. How about that battle, guys? How about that battle? And then I like when she says Okay, General Hera. Yeah, I don't think she I don't think she liked that too much. That was funny. Yeah, it was. When did he say that again? I don't remember. So that battle between Kanan, Ezra, and Vader was pretty awesome, I have to say. Mm-hmm. And do you think Vader could have killed them if he if he wanted to? Was he kind of playing with them? I yeah, wonder. I think yeah. he could have killed them if he wanted to. I hope. 
I, 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 I can't wait to see the Inquisitors in the oh, season. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe, like, Ezra, the Emperor after... Said, send new Inquisitors to hunt he, them down. He said send an Inquisitor. He only said one. But we do see two, don't we? Yeah. So maybe Vader's like, well, I'm going to send two instead of one, just to be sure. I don't know. But um, but back to this fight. So Vader... Just to be sure, that gives you an idea. What if someone's secretly on the good side? Mm, that'd be kind of cool. So I really liked when Vader threw... Kanan, you know, and he was kind of knocked out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Ezra just goes after Vader. Like, he just goes right after him. And Vader, like, just basically like stops Anakin his... and Obi-Wan when they're fighting Dooku. Yep. And I like when Vader just holds Kanan's hands and swings him. <clears throat> and then his right. face just goes right into the thing. Mm-hmm. And then his face just smudges down. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so funny. It is kind of funny. Um, so... That's what Zeb did with the Stormtrooper. He just... Smashed him into the wall, and then his face just slided down, and then he fell backwards. Yep. So, yeah, I like that Vader just kind of stops Ezra's lightsaber, and then with with his other hand, he basically just swats him away like a fly. Like, he just goes like this, and Ezra just goes flying. So then we see that Sabine throws some... Sabine and Zeb throw some thermal detonators, and that that really helps, because then Ezra and Kanan can get away from Vader... Safe thermal detonators in Star Wars or in Rebels or in Clone Wars. They, they never say thermal detonator. They say it in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, they do. They do? Yeah, C3PO yeah. says it. It's a when thermal Bush detonator. Has, when Leia as Boosh has the thermal detonator. Yeah, but they don't say it in. I can't believe they don't say it in. Uh, in oh, in Rebels, they never yeah, name because, them. Yeah, like every episode, mm. Sabine throws at least. <laughs> One, at least one bomb. Yep, yep. So Sabine takes a shot at Vader, takes a couple shots, and he deflects them back at her. And, uh, and her. she gets hit she gets a couple hit. times, right? Now, Sabine was supposed to look different in season two. Yeah. And she didn't, did she? Her no. hair wasn't different, and her armor is supposed to look different, right? How so is I was it on supposed the... to look different? Well, we saw in the images for season two, mm-hmm. like the poster and stuff. She I don't had remember her she hair. had different hair. Her armor was different too. It was designed I don't different. That. Yeah. So on StarWars.com, uh, on the show guide for this for this mm-hmm. episode, it said that the scorch marks that Sabine sustains in battle, so on her helmet and on her armor, the two places where her blaster bolts bounced back at her, will inspire her to repaint her armor and update her look. So that's why we didn't see her updated look oh. in this episode. It's going to happen in the next one. Uh-huh. Which is pretty cool. I like that. That it's kind of like mid-season. You know, it didn't happen like... It's not like, here's season two and everybody looks different. So, you know, there's a reason right. for it. Right. There's a reason, you know. I like that there's a reason for it. And we yeah. get we get it to see the reason. It more. It doesn't just mm-hmm. go out, oh, in the middle. Oh, yeah. well, now she's just different. Why did she do that? Right, exactly. you don't know why. But now you know why. Yep. So, so they talk to Lando, and they go to Lando's, and Ezra sees smoke in the distance, and he has a, a nice Luke Skywalker moment where he, he goes when Luke like it reminded me of when Luke went to go see mm-hmm. his aunt and uncles, um, yeah. and uh, but according to Kanan, the residents of Tarkintown are not dead; they're all prisoners now, and they kind of explain why that would be the case. They say it was Vader's plan mm-hmm. to take them prisoner to try to get. The, the rebels to come free them and then they would capture them then right um but yeah. they don't uh they don't they don't fall into that trap which is pretty cool so 
uh, Harris, and so they get off the planet, and Harris. So <clears throat> Darth Vader just attacks. Yep. Well, he has a he has a plan B, doesn't he, Darth Vader? Because mm -hmm. he's got a tracker on that shuttle. Yep. You know, so so they get off Lothal, and Hera, Hera, you know, they're talking about where they're going to go next, and Hera's like, "What do you mean? We're part of the rebellion now." And Kanan's like, "Are we? Are we all sure about that?" And he's trying to like make sure that everybody wants to do this. He doesn't want it to be just a decision made by Hera, and everybody has to follow. And you know, different. Uh, Sabine doesn't seem like she really wants to be. She's like, maybe we could just hang out in the ghost. And yeah. I think it makes sense that she wouldn't maybe want to be part of a military because yeah. she was in the Imperial Academy. She sees what can what can go wrong when you're in a military where you have to follow orders, mm -hmm. right? I think we're going to see more of that. Can't wait to see more of her story in this season. Um, and then we get more of Kanan's distrust. Sabine is of, really interesting. Yeah. You don't know much about her. Right. And is that why she's interesting? Kind of. Kind of. So maybe that's why they haven't told us much about her. Makes her more interesting. Uh, but I really do hope that we get more but about her. <laughs> why did they do that for all the rebels? <laughs> well, you got to know something about them. Otherwise, you won't. Well, we know something about Sabine, so we can we just do. know something about the adult people. It's okay to know I don't just. We need to know tons. It's okay we to know, know just a little about bit about Hera, them. Yeah. Something about um, mm -hmm. Ezra. Mm -hmm. Something about Zeb. Yep. Something, no, not something about Chopper. Something about Ezra and something about Kanan. And something about Chopper. He's the crankiest guard droid in the galaxy. Hmm. Oh, I that's guess what that my is trading true. card says. <laughs> that's what your trading card says, yep. And my but, trading card is Kanan. <laughs> maybe. I'm not sure about that. But, um, but yeah, Chopper actually wasn't that cranky in this episode. He, no, he, he didn't. Wasn't. He didn't kill any... Didn't kill any droids this episode. No, nope. <laughs> he shot. He shot the stormtrooper. That's true. <laughs> on the butt. <laughs> I don't think it was on the butt. He hit me on the butt. Okay. He did on the butt. Uh, I'm sure the shock reached his butt. I guess. Um, so, unfortunately for the rebels, Vader put a tracking device on the shuttle. He knows where they are. They lead him to the fleet, uh, which is kind of the same trick that Vader uses for ish four years later on the Death Star, isn't it? Why? He puts a tracking device on yeah. the Falcon. Yeah, the Falcon. In order to lead them to the Rebel fleet. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. Same trick. Hmm. So maybe they don't But how maybe did, that's how maybe that's how, how Leia knows. It was too easy put it on. Well he had Stormtrooper whatever. He had someone put it on there. But maybe that's why Leia is so like confident she's like no it, our escape was too easy they're tracking us you know like she knows maybe, maybe, maybe she knows that. because maybe ahsoka told her do you think ahsoka knows leia maybe she, does she know bail hmm. maybe interesting could we see leia in this yeah we saw bail we, we saw, saw bail but we didn't see ahsoka and bail together no do you remember that hologram of bail organa disappeared right before ahsoka came down that ladder at the end of fire across the galaxy yeah, I think maybe they don't maybe I they don't talk to each other I Maybe think, they're but separate I think for a they reason. still know each other. They, well, I mean, Ahsoka does know Bail Organa. Yeah. I mean, they knew each other from the Clone Wars. Yeah. But maybe they don't communicate with each other, you know, so much. Or so maybe they if, do, and maybe Ahsoka and, and Leia are friends. Who knows, right? Yeah, maybe. Wow. That gives me an idea. I've been thinking about that, yeah? kind of. Yeah? What if Ahsoka, Ahsoka and Leia seem like they're friends? Hmm. They seem... They seem together. They seem friends. Well, we haven't seen them together. But they could be friends. But they seem like they're friends. Who knows? I mean, Leia would be kind of young. 
And Ahsoka's older, but it's all right. Maybe she's Leia's mentor. Maybe. Um, so when Leia says she has memories of her mom to Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. in Return of the Jedi, you know, and we all wonder, like, she how one how memory. could she? Oh, she said just a few memories, you know. I remember that she was kind, and you know, maybe somehow, maybe somehow, maybe somehow, being around Ahsoka who has those memories. And because Leia is force sensitive, maybe Leia somehow got those memories from, a, from Ahsoka. And Leia, yeah, maybe. and Ahsoka are friends. Yeah. yeah, they were. They were. They were. So yeah, maybe, they were really good friends. Yeah, so maybe Leia somehow got those memories from Ahsoka. That'd be kind of cool. So we have Darth Vader annihilating the fleet. I mean, taking out all these A wings. He is. Now this is pod racing, right? I mean, this yeah. is yeah. He does a bunch of spins. Those are good moves. <laughs> he tried a lot of spinning when he was fighting these rebels. Yeah, didn't he? he did. Spinning actually worked. <laughs> it did work. It was a good move. Yeah. It yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he just. I mean, he yeah. He really he really destroys them, and he even destroys Phoenix Home, which is the name of Sato's ship. I know. And Sato has to evacuate. Oh, one thing I really wanted to talk about first was that before before Vader showed up, when Hera and the crew got back to the fleet, and Hera said what the clearance code was, right? She said, uh, Phoenix home, this is Ghost Away Team. Clearance code 121815. And I actually wrote these numbers out in the... Uh, I want to see if you get this, Anna. 121815. I'm going to delete a couple dashes here. Now what does it look like? 121815. Mm-hmm. Huh? If it's the date, what date is it? Oh. December 18th, 2015. It's the date that The Force Awakens comes out. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> I saw that on... Uh, someone pointed that out on Twitter. Uh, Star Wars fangirl, I think it is. Yeah. That's so that funny. funny. Oh, and then about Vader's TIE Fighter. Uh, I compared the images of this TIE Fighter to the ones, the the TIE Fighter that he flies in A New Hope, and it is the same TIE Fighter. The same one he flies when he's chasing down Luke in the trench run. Um, I knew that. It's the TIE Advanced X-1. And the Inquisitor's TIE Fighter was also a TIE Advanced. It was called a TIE Advanced V-1. Which just, one's just the so most you know. recent? What do you mean? Like the most recently made? Yeah. I don't know. I don't Vader? know when Vader's TIE Fighter was made. I think it's Vader. I love that scene where Darth Vader is being pursued by two A-Wings, right? They're chasing him, and he flips his TIE Fighter around, but he keeps moving in the same direction, so he can shoot at them. That's so cool. Huh? Yeah, so he's flying this, he's flying, you know, away from the A-Wings, and then Vader kind of pulls up, and he goes like this, and he shoots them as he's flying backwards. How cool is that? Ah, Which is just amazing, and actually something we haven't really seen in Star Wars. This is something that a lot of other, um, like Babylon 5 and Battlestar Galactica, this is stuff that they, they do with their with their ships, uh, where they they kind of turn around in space and they, it doesn't, well, actually in That's Battlestar Galactica, Star Wars. Please don't talk in Battlestar about Galactica they don't do it as much, but in Babylon 5, like the, the Star Furies that they fly can like swivel in space and go sideways, because when you're in space it doesn't really matter what's up and down and all that stuff. Um, but Star Wars usually the way they do space battles is there the way. There's no up and down. 
It's just a big, huge, gigantic but, sky thing. Exactly. But in Star Wars, usually when you look at a battle, the battles do take place on a on a plane, even though it's in space. You have TIE fighters chasing X-Wings. You don't have ships going up and down while other ships are going side to side. No. You know, they, they kind of do... They do space battles the way, um, the way in atmosphere battles like actually this. happen on Earth. You like know, it just this, makes it yeah. seem more real, even though it's not as realistic. Right? Isn't that weird? Yeah. So, but they do go <clears throat> like this sometimes. They have space no, battles on Earth. People can't really see. Well, they no. They have space battles. No, they have in atmosphere battles. You know, planes battling each oh, other. Oh yeah. Stuff, you know, like this. So when Sato's ship, uh, Phoenix Home is getting hit by Vader over and over again. I noticed that when they showed the shots inside the ship, just before they evacuate, the, the shots are like tilted, right? And it's something maybe you didn't notice because it just doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but it's actually, it makes everything seem like bad, like bad things are gonna happen. So instead of like the the shelves in the background being like straight they're, they're the camera is like tilted right so it seems like the ship is like falling down a cliff or something right um and it reminds me of like the old 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 batman show they used to do that whenever they were in a villain's lair the camera would be tilted a little bit or a lot sometimes um and it also reminded me a little bit of the old star trek show where there's a there's even an old star trek sonar sonar ping that you can hear um I'm going to play it for you. I think it might be an alarm. It might be a ping. So you know how we talked about radar and about how radar goes around in a circle and it sends out sound waves? Mm -hmm. And when it finds something, it bounces the sound wave back. Enemy ship closing to attack range. So that's cool. So then there's the moment. The one that Anna, I think, made you fall off the couch. Yeah. Right? Uh, when Kanan and Ahsoka are reaching out together to try to see who this pilot is, and Vader senses them sensing him, and says, The Padawan lives. The Apprentice, yeah. The Apprentice lives. The Apprentice. Yeah. So then Ahsoka passes out. Do you think that Ahsoka knows who Vader is? Do you think she knows Vader is Anakin? Yep. You think she does? Well, when they tell when the when Kanan or no when Ezra asks her if she knows who it is, she says no. She's lying. Do you think she's lying? Yep. Is yes. that something Jedi do? Yep. Yep. Anakin lies all the time, and so does Darth Vader. Yeah. But he's not a Jedi. Well, he's not. Yeah, but Anakin, when he was a Jedi, he lied. Mm-hmm. It is something Jedi do. Obi Wan lied to Luke. I mean, it's something that yeah that Jedi do do. So maybe Kanan she. Mine took Ezra. Mm, did he? Yeah. Remember? He said, I'll be right behind you. He lied. <laughs> That's right. That's not lying. Eh, that in is the, a lie. He, he had said, to lie I'll to be get right he... behind you in the force. <laughs> he didn't say in the force. Well, so it is true. He meant. He from meant a certain point of view. Oh, okay. That's what everyone says. It was true in the sort of point of view. From a certain point of view. I don't know. I don't know if she knows who Vader is yet, but it does seem like she has a pretty good idea. Maybe, mm -hmm. or she has this feeling that she can't quite understand yet. Maybe. But it seems familiar. Yeah, yeah. So the crew is back safe with the fleet after this, right? After they escape and Vader gets caught in the tractor beam instead of them, which is a really yeah. cool moment. And when they're back at the fleet, we see Chopper 
doing his astromech duty. Did you guys notice that? Yep. He's actually outside of the ghost doing some welding or something. Yep. That was really cool to see. Like, he, he is an astromech. He has that, that function of going outside like mm-hmm. R2 did in episode one and, and uh, going outside of the ship with his magnetic feet, you know, and that's really cool. Uh, yeah. To know that he doesn't just complain and kill other droids. <laughs> <laughs> so Kanan says, I haven't sensed a present like that since. And then Ahsoka says, The, the Clone Con- Wars. And Kanan says, Yeah. When, when did Kanan sensed a presence like Vader in the Clone Wars? Like, did he have? Did he come across Dooku? Or... Anakin. He felt he... Anakin. Did he come across Anakin in the Clone Wars? I don't. We haven't seen that yet. I mean, I. Has he faced a Sith Lord before? I don't know. I mean, what does that mean? That he sensed a presence like that in the Clone Wars? I, I wonder if that's... It, I wonder if some of these... like Is that just a throwaway line? I wonder, I wonder or, if he saw uh, in the future... If he saw in the future Anakin turning... Turning to Darth Vader. And he went to Mortis! No, Liam. And all that! Kanan didn't go to Mortis. <laughs> that's a Liam-sized uh, theory. That is a Liam-sized theory. All right, so we see Kanan say, we must find the strength to fight, but the greater courage is knowing when not to fight. Do you think it takes courage to not fight sometimes? Yeah. Yeah? I think that's true, too. But is it when is it true when you're in a rebellion, when you're in war? You know, is it, when does it take more courage to not fight? I guess maybe if the fight hurts the greater cause of freedom, maybe? If, like, picking a small fight would hurt the bigger fight? Maybe? I don't know. Maybe. But then Hera comes in and says, and we'll be beside you either way. And I'm wondering if she's saying that it's Kanan's decision now whether or not to join the rebellion. You know, like, she's, like, she comes in and says, you know, then we're, we're, we're with you, whether you choose to fight or not. It seems kind of like kind of a shift. It doesn't seem to fit with the rest of what happened in the episode. No, it doesn't. It'll be interesting to see if they sweep that whole argument about whether or not to join the greater rebellion away. I hope they don't. Like I Me said, but, too. but there is good I stuff there. I think that they can they could do with that. I hope there's more arguing. I love yeah, arguing. Yeah, me too. Finally, we get probably my favorite scene in the whole episode. First, Callus is trying to trying to suck up to Vader, like saying, "Oh, we we have them on the run. You uh, you did such a great job, Darth Vader." And, and Vader does not care. He tells them to leave. And when Callus leaves, he gives Vader that little bit of a side eye. Like, what is he thinking? I, I just I, I I cannot get over this idea that Callus there's more to him that we don't know that he has some sort of secret. You know, I don't know. Like he doesn't like Vader, but I think he does. He seems to really like what Vader's doing in the rest of the episode, but I don't know. But he, he likes what Vader's doing, but he doesn't like him. Maybe. I just think there's more to but him. But that doesn't really make sense. Yeah. So Vader talks to the Emperor and tells him that, yes, he beat the Lothal rebels. But not really, though, right? Vader's kind of lying there, right? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, most of them lived. <laughs> you know? He's a liar, Vader. He lies. So, and then he says, I believe the apprentice of Anakin Skywalker lives and is in league with these rebels. And the Emperor thinks that Ahsoka could lead them to other Jedi. So, I don't know why he just said the apprentice that used to be my apprentice. He doesn't like to call himself. He doesn't like to refer to himself as Anakin. He, he likes to think that he's because a completely... Because he doesn't want to remember his training when he was nice. He wants to be all bad. That's right. It hurts too much to remember when he was good. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying my apprentice, he says the apprentice of Anakin Skywalker because he's pretending yeah. like he's not Anakin anymore. So 
Do you think that Ahsoka knows where Obi-Wan is or where Yoda is? No. Do you think she could know? Yeah. How would she be able to know? I don't know. Who could tell her where they are? Bail. Yeah. Yeah? I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting. It, that, that line makes me think we could see Obi-Wan in this episode. In this, not episode, but in this season or in this we series. Did see, but we did see Obi-Wan but I a mean, hologram. Yeah, the, I but mean, you mean like actually him yep. fighting? Mm, oh, no, two maybe Jedis. Not fighting. Oh, uh, four Jedis. Mm. Okay, yeah. then. The plural on. of Jedi is so, Jedi. God, yeah. But to... they're all Padawans. <laughs> they're all Padawans. Oh, they're right. all Padawans except Obi-Wan. They could finally find the Master. Except yeah. Obi-Wan. Yeah. So then... So then they could oh, find the master. And, master. Mm. and Obi-Wan would need a tears. One, two, three. I thought it was really cool to hear Darth Vader speak his old name. To speak Anakin Skywalker. It was really fun. The whole conversation with the Emperor actually reminded me a lot of the conversation in The Empire Strikes Back. Between Vader and the Emperor when they're talking about Luke. You know, uh, the, the son of Skywalker lives. Speaking of Empire Strikes Back, after watching this episode, do you see what Dave Filoni and Simon Kinberg were talking about now, when they said that if the first season was A New Hope, then this season is going to be like Empire Strikes Back, did did uh, did this episode feel different than the first season? Yeah. It really did, didn't it? Mm-hmm. And I kind of liked that. I kind of didn't. Me too. I really Me think it, it's way more serious. And it's way more dangerous. And I think part of it is that we it's not new anymore. We don't have we don't have to get to know these characters anymore. We know them. I mean, we're going to find out more about them, but we really have a feeling about who they are. Yeah. And now it's all about the situations that they're in. Yeah. Right? It's a different feel. And I you feel like it's just... You don't meet new people. Well, they're still going to... We are going to meet new people, but yeah, not well, as many. Yeah. And I feel like it's just kind of less... A little bit less magical because of that. I get a little less fuzzy feeling when I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. Which is the same way I feel when I watch Empire Strikes Back. It's so kind of gritty and just about the situation and not necessarily as much about the people. I mean, it is about the people, of course, and it's still great, and I still love it. And it's maybe it's even greater, but it's just not as fun to watch. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but this episode, at least, I think didn't have as much of the Star Wars magic in it for me. Yeah, um, me. And maybe that, that magic is related to something being new. And it's not new anymore. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's because I didn't really feel hopeful after this episode that I felt like it was less magical. Instead, I felt full of dread for what the ghost crew is going to go through this season. I feel like it's going to be rough. Yeah, me too. So, still, I'm still looking forward to this second season more than I think I've ever looked forward to any TV show ever. (laughs) I still cannot wait to see it. It's going to be awesome. And I think, yeah, I cannot wait to see the clones, and I can't wait to see Hondo. Uh, it's going to be so Clones? Fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you, Anna and Liam, for recording this episode with me. I really enjoy doing this, and I'm really happy that we record these. And I really okay. like talking about Star Wars with you guys. I really do. Interesting. It's so fun, and oh, thanks for the hug, bud. So yeah, if you'd like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter at Force Children. Uh, on Facebook, we are Children of the Force. Our email is forcechildren at gmail.com. Our website is childrenoftheforce.com. 
While you're on our website, click on that link on the right-hand side of the page that says Send Children of the Force a Voicemail, and that'll take you to a SpeakPipe page where you can leave us a voicemail from the comfort of your computer. Please! And finally, please. and finally, please leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else you listen to us. Uh, and leaving that review will make it easier for more people to find us, and it will give us the warm fuzzies. For Children of the Force Reaction Core, I am Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And may the force be with you. As you wish, my master.